do it. I'll start. What, epi- what episode is this? Oh, can't start. What, what, uh, 144. Okay, I'm in. Go for it. <laughs> hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it. You have made it all the way <laughs> to episode 144. I'm always astonished. Astonished, Michael. At the episodes <laughs> that we're on. How's it, how's it going? How are you doing? Hello. This is good. I'm contemplating leaving that whole like pre-intro sequence right now because I'm like, let's go. And you're like, wait, no, what number is this? I'm like, you hey, could. this is Mike. <laughs> you could. That'll be funny. I'm sure folks will get a kick out of that. What I want to start doing with the show, which I think people will enjoy, is even though even though it's like it's like slightly voyeuristic, um, I want us to just record ourselves like with video also just recording the show. And then we'll just put those together side by side and throw it on YouTube because I think people would like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. why. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like I haven't gotten a grasp on that whole streaming technology. Like there's a ton of stuff that you could use like Twitch and Discord and all these like YouTube live stuff. I don't know how, mm-hmm. any, of, how any of that works, man. The best advice I'd ever received in regards to like videoing yourself like with all this stuff, tits and teeth. Tits and teeth? Tits and teeth. <laughs> so as long as we can own one and or both of those, I don't think technology is going to be an issue. Okay. People people masturbate to grainy photographs of like half nipples. Technology is <laughs> not stopping that from succeeding, right? The woman on the tub of uh, butter. That's the... Uh... She has a bust line. There's a bust line, right? You can make that work in a diehard situation. In, in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a pantry while your entire family is visiting when you have a 30 seconds to yourself. You can make it work. <laughs> Technologies should not be an impediment here. Here, I'm getting distracted. This episode, <laughs> it's like the Chiquita lady. She has a bus line, right? On like the she bananas. Does. Yep. Just, just, just in case anyone is aware, that is not my joke. That's an old Stephen Colbert joke from like back <laughs> in the day. Back in the day, he made that joke, and I had never, had never left me. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one forty four. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're bringing into the fold of our reoccurring watch segments a new reoccurring watch segment. This is more watch for your money, part one. Uh, the basic idea is that regardless of like brand name or like stupid internet watch snobbery like i don't buy cycles like 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 outside like all that bullshit like objectively speaking which yeah. watches actually give you more watch you know for your money so more watch for your money part one i chose i believe three watches michael i believe you chose three watches um similar format to previous episodes we go back and forth it's all a good time it, it's really a lot of fun but um we should probably honor tradition Probably. What do you think? Probably. We should do... Oh, I have to tell you something funny first. I think Ben Gibbard's making my pizzas. Oh, is he? I think <laughs> I think Ben Gibbard from Death Cat from Cutie is making pizzas. Here in I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him around town lately. <laughs> not not new Ben Gibbard. I mean like plans what Sarah said Ben Gibbard. Like not oh, new. Gosh. Not sad, new. Sad, depressed. Uh, yes. Pre-Zoe pri- Prior to the ultra, ultra marathons. <laughs> Yes, a 100%. Like what Sarah said, brothers on a hotel bed, Ben Gibbard. I walked are, into are they good are they good pizzas? <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Really good. Well, I walked into there and like I saw him 
and he saw me and we locked eyes and he had that look because like he's like oh Cass recognizes me and I, I said that in my head <laughs> but then I had another thought I'm like wait a minute Ben Gibbard has no idea who the fuck I am so how would Ben Gibbard give me the oh shit Cass knows who I am look when Ben Gibbard doesn't know who I am Ben Gibbard's not masturbating to pictures of Kaz Mirza in his closet you I, know what I mean I picture this guy with a hat does he wear a hat 100% okay <laughs> One, I'm on to you Ben <laughs> Now we watch the new uh, the new Death Cab video. There's some kind of ironic like plot where he is actually a pizza guy. <laughs> it's the pizza guy. He, was he just, listens. He was just doing uh, he was just doing research, man. He was just <laughs> method acting research for his, for his music video. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you get two thousand miles with your away guy. from home, right? <laughs> oh boy. When there's perfectly fine artisanal pizza establishments in his home. <laughs> to do this research in. Nope, he's gonna fucking trek like Jack Kerouac across the fucking country to celebration to Method Act research for his next music video. What do you think? I, I'm I'm glad. I, I, th- I think I'm excited <laughs> for the next the next step in uh, Death Cab history. I've been oh, feeling yeah. a little out of the loop lately after the latest releases. I kind of just tuned. I turned off after Narrow Stairs. I don't know what happens after Narrow yeah, Stairs. Me too. Same Is that bad? Is that bad no. of me? No, come on, Ben. <sighs> let's do let's 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 try and get the show back on track. Let's do an audio <laughs> let's do an audio risk let's, check. Let's do it. I'm talking way too much about fucking Ben Gibbard. Um, not fucking Ben Gibbard, but fucking Ben Gibbard. Uh, what are you what are you wearing? I'm wearing something interesting. What are you wearing? I'm wearing something pretty straightforward. It's the CWC 1983 Hell yeah. quartz Royal Navy diver. Right. Um, talked about this watch before. Not sure I've talked about the strap that I have it on because this is kind of a like. Don't you have it on a? Don't, don't you have it? On, uh, I'm sorry, to interrupt you. A Bond NATO? I did have it on a Bond NATO from from Blue Shark, um, and those are some of my favorite <clears throat> NATO straps around. Yeah. Um, but a while ago, and I forgot I got it, <laughs> and then I found it the other day. Um, I got a Phoenix NATO strap. Oh shit! Yeah, and the. This one is like in the the dark the dark gray that I guess you see these watches on a lot, and uh, like the real crazy like mod nerds out there that collect these watches, they always have their divers on on this this type of strap. And I guess I wanted to figure out what the big deal was, mm-hmm. so I got one. CWC makes them too, or like they ship them with um with the CWC branding, but um. It's I just went int- to Google Phoenix Strap and I Googled Phoenix TX. There you go. Just to give you <laughs> just to give you insight. Uh, Phoenix NATO watch straps. Okay. Yeah, so there's something about this strap. It's weird <clears throat> because the cool thing about it is that it's crappy in a sort of special kind of way. Okay. So like immediately, immediately the holes have started to fray. They've like deformed a little bit right in the spot where I have it like clamped all the time. Right. And the folds, like when you strap the watch on, the folds, like they remain pretty pronounced, like even when you take the watch off. And, and I was looking at this when I have the, I have the watch off now and I'm just kind of holding it up. It looks like a crappy strap. Um, and, but people still go crazy over it, but because it kind of conforms in so many ways and these holes just like morph to like fit you perfectly mm-hmm. it's super super comfortable and super light i guess there's something about the fabric also that's that makes it pretty light the hardware is nothing special but 
this combination like yeah this combination this this color this feel just in general after breaking it in this is one of my favorite like setups to wear because wow. it's like a light quartz watch on top of everything and um you know again the colors the colors are perfect um if you don't know about this watch yet or if you're just tuning in this is kind of the this is one of the watches that ended my my mill sub uh hunt that's right and wow i, I think this <laughs> i used to have an automatic uh cwc which is i guess to this day a little more collectible but quartz is the way to go with these man uh and i'm still tempted to get the black version the all black version <laughs> but there's an all there's an all black version of the of the 83 that you got well they call it the 87 so it's it's the same watch but it has a day date display it's all black um it's got the same cool like loomed acrylic bezel it's pretty badass man but i'd I'd essentially be buying the same watch (laughs) twice but hey i've done done that with skx's before so i was gonna say don't you also have multiple snks the 805, 807, 809 or, or haven't you had in one time multiple of those in rotation yeah, you know, I've given those away. Those those are those have become watches that I give away, mm-hmm. um, either like on the show or just like to people that I encounter that are curious about watches. So the yeah. last the last SNK that I had was the black one, and um, I uh, I gave that to a coworker who's who's been digging it. Do you so. hear that? Do you hear that beeping behind me? Is that is that the uh, the microwave? That's Pasta the microwave. Time? That's pasta time. My wife's making my wife my wife waking. <laughs> That's it, man. That's um I again I highly recommend CWC watches. Um, you know, that you can spend a lot of money on on homages that look like super rare military things, or you can mm-hmm. just get something that's still technically uh still technically has skin in the game, you know, because they, they supply yeah. it to the MOD. Where, where can you buy these phoenix straps like in the u.s because i i googled it and i ended up on like i think i think an italian website it's weird man maybe i got a fake one because i got this on ebay vous amores aussi what where am i a spirit nato.com yeah you can actually you can buy them uh so you can buy these traps as well from no is this, is this a french website sorry i'm just i'm i'm, I'm confounded Actually, if you go to watch straps and accessories on the CWC website, they're an official supplier. Oh, good. Thank, thank God. Okay. Yeah. So you can buy. It's kind of strange, though, because you can buy them with CWC branding or you can buy them with the regular Phoenix branding. There's That's literally cool. no difference, though. It either says Phoenix on the buckle or CWC on the buckle. These prices aren't that bad, actually. No. And again, it, it's if, if you do get one, it's it's one of those deals where it's like, what the hell is the big deal? But I, I guess, again, it has certain like almost low quality properties that make it nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know, like a pair of like Chuck Taylors isn't necessarily like the most high quality shoes, or like the Van slip-ons. Yeah. But there's something about Van slip-ons after wearing them for like three months. And you're just like, oh, this is perfect. I don't want to put anything else on. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the truth is, I mean, taste is kind of a weird thing to, 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 to quantify, but a lack of refinement can in some way be charming. Yeah, I think you so, know? too. That's I pretty so wild. So That's pretty wild. Hopefully, next time next time we hang out, I think I'm going to... Because you, you had only seen the old CWC. You saw the one... Yeah. You saw the automatic one that I had. I didn't, I didn't see this one you got now. Yeah, maybe I'll bring this one on, on this strap next time we're in the same room. Yeah. 
I should, we should come be in for Christmas. I was just saying we should be in the same room more. I think we should do that more. We should. Oh my god, we should do the two broke watch knobs Christmas special in person, Michael. <laughs> and Santa outfits, right? Couple couple old fashions. We'll have we'll have like we'll have chairs, but we'll do it. Yeah, but we'll have like guests on. We'll have like like the notice guys like drop down the chimney like oh it's it's Wes and Colin <laughs> and like Steve Wadlin's like our neighbor who's knocking the door to borrow brown sugar. It's gonna be so fucking cool, bro. Steve is clearly wearing like like a strap on beard, <laughs> like a white <laughs> strap on beard, and he just doesn't want to be there. But he's there. He's like, hey guys, can I borrow some brown sugar? Hey everyone, it's Steve Wadlin from Raven Watches. But he's just he's still just doing it. Michael, this is all forming. To, this is all coming together. It's it's all falling in place <laughs> in my head. I do have one one request. Can Michael Happy from Gavox Watches be Santa Claus? He's got to be the Grinch because he'll be no, the worst Grinch. He's so nice. <laughs> Actually, ironically, ironically, him being Grinch would be funny. But like, be like, hey guys, I'm here to ruin Christmas, and he's got a giant <laughs> smile on his face. Like, all right, let's do it, man. Let's 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 fuck up Christmas, Michael Happy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll the be a TV, good time. The TVWS Christmas special. You heard it here, folks. All right. Except no substitutions. <laughs> let's start. Let's start pulling some production budget. See how far we can get. Oh my God! Pizza and beer. Our production budget is. Listen, if you guys want to take part in the TVWS Christmas special, we will pay you in inordinate uh, by inordinate, I mean restricted amounts of pizza and light beer. Sounds good. Sounds good. We should actually give serious thought, like really, really, um, to doing some kind of event or a meetup. I've been talking to people about that. Um, I still think it'd be cool to have some some kind of East Coast West Coast thing, um, right? I've been thinking about setting up like a like a meetup in the uh, just like the greater Seattle area, or maybe even like between here and Portland. I think it'd be kind of cool to set something up. But the thing is, you we would <clears throat> I would also want to invite brands. We could talk about it. We can get suggestions from folks. Yeah, what do you guys think? Is that something that would be interesting? Like if we did something on the West Coast and then something also on the East Coast, um, like TBWS style, really, really a lot of fun. Um, not too weird. I don't know. It just, it just seems like it'd be really like just a lot of just a lot of fun. I don't know. I need more fun in my life, Michael. All right. We'll have fire fire dancers uh bacon wrapped shrimp just to clarify they're not fire dancers they're dancers who were fired and then hired to be uh, <laughs> to be at our event so they were fired dancers yeah that's why we have them that's why we have them <laughs> <laughs> oh my heart you said Man, you're wearing good. something special what, what do you have michael i'm wearing i'm wearing the polyak polyak 3133 um you, you seem to have like fallen in love again yeah, yeah. Well, I've been unpacking all my stuff, and so mm-hmm. I saw it in the box. I'm like, yeah, let's throw it on, throw it on for schnitz and giggles. And uh, yeah, it, it's 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 great. It's a lot of fun, you know. There's just something really endearing about it, and uh, um, it's pretty comfortable to wear, even though it's kind of like chunky. Not chunky, but it's. I mean, you've seen it in person. It's pretty mm-hmm. thick. Um, yeah. Best ter- as far as vintage chronographs go, it's probably one of the more like interesting ones you can kind of spot out there in the wild um i've worn this a few times to like i think i wore it to one of the wind up events um and stuff like that second one second you you brought that to the second one that you did first one that i did yeah 
And uh, a few people were like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. You know what's funny? I just realized it now. I think all of the times I've seen the guys over at Autodromo, Autodromo, I've always been wearing a Russian watch. <laughs> and and they've right. always they've always called it out like, oh, that's so cool. Is that an XYZ? Are you guys yeah. Russian watch bands over at Autodromo? That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, I think so. I he you know Bradley Price, the founder. He's he's the only guy that I've ever seen when we're hanging out. Just kind of point out and be like, hey, is that a Slava medical? It's kind of only person to call that out by name. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that one dude that I that I ran into on on a ferry here, where he was oh, like, yeah. is that is that a U.S. Divers Co. Doxa sub like like yeah you were all these specific knowledge <laughs> you it was an overcast day you were wearing your Patagonia you were on a ferry in the Pacific Northwest uh, and it was a short story written by Stephen King right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it sounds about right now actually would you say he has a new book out now maybe I'm in it <laughs> he might be in it he might be the title character oh gosh is it called two broker watchdogs by stephen king <laughs> i don't know what it's called <laughs> find out but yeah we're in the poly 3133 um i'm in the prep the process of unpacking all my stuff and uh was really happy to see this in the watch box i'm like yeah let me throw it on threw it on great i loved it it photographs well um in that it's interesting it's always you know what's funny with watch photography when you're doing vintage watches there's always this weird balance you have to strike where you obviously want to make it clear that it's a vintage watch so you want like the little marks and the patina there and stuff like that but then at the same time the neurotic watch photographer part of you is like it needs to be clean no mark <laughs> so like it's always like difficult photographing a watch and accepting that, okay, this is a vintage watch. I have to allow it to look like a vintage watch. So that's that's always something I I, I have fun uh, playing with, like like psychologically when I when I when I when I photograph this watch. Do you ever do you ever do, well you well you don't do vintage watches. You don't have any vintage watches. I don't really do vintage watches. Um, yeah. and I'm completely fine never doing vintage watches. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, um, yeah, I, I I don't I don't know what it is. They just they never stick around. Um, again, probably the Smith's W10 is the only vintage watch that I regret getting rid of. Sorry, but, um, sorry, Ryan Moy. Me and you, we can be vintage watch friends. <laughs> but it, it happens also with watches that I just beat up in general. Because I think, I think after years of like trying to make our photos look like they weren't taken with a cereal box, like camera that you made when, <laughs> like in Boy Scouts, <laughs> um, like you, you start to notice that detail and with my Speedmaster, especially like that thing is pretty thrashed. Yeah. And, and I just, hear you. It, it has, it has some, some of that vintage mojo. If, if that's what you're talking about. We well, you know it's funny. I don't have to worry about that with my Slava medical because that thing is fucking clean, man. Clean. Oh, like yeah. no one's business. That is know? true. The but the fine example, but the pull out 3133, it's, it's got marks. Yeah, it's got some stuff on the dial and like the crystal, the the crystal, the crystal. Sorry, Chris, are you listening? The crystal is kind of like <laughs> yellowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but no, I'm glad I'm wearing this watch. It's fun. I have it on this EA8 custom uh, like leather rally strap. Really, mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, I I can't picture this watch existing on anything else. So, wearing that now. Um, I wore it out in the wild despite the weather because it's really humid and it's a vintage watch. So I try not to wear vintage watches in humidity. But I'm like, fuck it, man. So um, I wore it to the uh, to uh, Epcot Food and Wine, um, and that was a lot of fun. Nice. 
I have to recreate the shot I did last year doing Epcot Food & Wine. I wore the Gavox Rhodes and I took a picture of it in front of the Belgium pavilion that they build around the world at Epcot. I did that last year. I need to do it again this year. I need to make it a tradition. I need to recreate that shot once a year and tag Gavox watches in it. I also like your SNK shot with uh, the Mickey statue. That was, that's oh, a very that was a while one. back. Yeah, that's I remember that. That one. was I took that with a Mickey like lawn ornament. That was a fun shot. Yeah, I remember that one. Well, I'm I'm glad to see that you're still wearing that. Are you still thinking about because like getting rid of it or absolutely not? Hmm. I see. I'm kind of happy about that. Kind of happy yeah. about that. I can't do it. Can't get rid of it. <laughs> I can't, well, kill, all right. I can't kill my darlings, Michael. Um, but I am going to get at some point, get it end serviced. of October. Well, uh, yes, I should do that. But I was going to say, I am going to get that Omega Seamaster Professional, that Quartz mm. one. That's going to be a very special episode. <laughs> a very special episode, yeah, because I'm going to be sobbing tears of joy the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like ugly sobbing where I can't like talk and breathe at the same time. And you're just going to listen. You're just going to sit there and listen to me like, <laughs> like for 45 minutes. It's going to be pretty cool. Can't wait. That's the one we should live stream for the first time. <laughs> These people look at me, my ugly crying face, like uh, just like my shattered expression, like a broken plate. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, dude. <laughs> It'll be awesome, man. But yeah, so here, let's. Um, that's what I'm wearing. Um, super cool. Super cool to hear experiences with that Phoenix NATO strap on your CWC. I want to yeah, see what it, that's like in person. Some of the like nerds out there can can give me a rundown on what the history is about these straps and why they're super cool. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, just let me know. Mm -hmm. So here, let's do this. We have some fun housekeeping, like internal cool TBW stuff to talk about. Um, the first one, should we talk about, which one should we talk about? Should we talk about the IG one or the other let's one? Th let's talk about IG because it's been a, a pain point for us uh, lately. Yeah, so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I just want to let everyone know, if you if you love TBWS and you're trying to figure out ways of like, or you're, or if you're, if you're so inspired to um, help us grow, but you don't necessarily want to jump on the Patreon or you don't want to use the Amazon affiliate link. One of the coolest ways you can help us grow if you are on Instagram is just by liking our post. And that sounds like a no-brainer, but I'm going to clarify in that the way Instagram works now is even if you follow us, chances are you're not seeing what we're posting on a regular uh, basis. So mm -hmm. we have 11,000 followers, probably only 15% of our followers actually see uh what we post and the reason for that is you know part of instagram's like sorting algorithm for profiles and things like that it's 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 it basically will only show things to people if people like it but the problem inherently is that instagram doesn't show it to a lot of people in the first place so it's very difficult for things to be seen mm -hmm. basically if you like our post on like a regular cadence whenever we post something that's cool and you like it that will just mean more people will see it 
And if more people see it, they'll like it. And then Instagram will show it to more people. And then that's basically one of the easiest and coolest ways, in my opinion, of helping us grow. So that kind of begs the question, okay, how the hell can we know, you know, when you post something if Instagram doesn't tell us? You can actually go to our Instagram profile and you can turn on notifications just for TBWS posts. So if you go to our Instagram profile, if you click a button that says uh, following, a little little like 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 menu will kind of scroll up, and then you click notifications, and then from there there'll be a po- there'll be like toggles that say post, or like stories or something like that. Just toggle on the one that says post, and then basically whenever we post something, you know you'll know you won't be at the whim whim of uh, Instagram, you know, not telling you when we uh, when we post something because it's just kind of it's just kind of weird and frustrating, you know. Because we, yeah, it's we bust our know. asses. <laughs> These social platforms they change like their their algorithms so often. And well, here's um, the thing: Instagram. So we were a business account on Instagram. The other mm-hmm. reason why, also, this is going to be helpful, is that Instagram does that to business accounts, so we are forced to buy uh, sponsored posts, like sponsored yeah. spots. Because every time we post, after about an hour or two of shitty engagement, like shitty reach. I'll get like a notification. Hey, you know, we were offering you five dollars credit to promote your post. It's like <laughs> I'm not stupid, Instagram. All right, like I know what you're doing, man. Because that's the only way these social media platforms make money. They don't make money from you scrolling through cat pictures and like touching yourself. That doesn't make them money. They make money off business accounts like us uh, buying sponsors sp- like slots. You know what I mean? Which we did once a long time ago, and we did not see any benefit. It was stupid. It didn't do Such anything. It's a weird, weird kind of. I don't know. It, that was a it strange was, experience. It was scammy. You know what was funny? We just had other business accounts like liking us, but business accounts that were like local to me here in Orlando. It's like, oh, exquisite lawn care Orlando liked your photo. It's like, so? <laughs> fuck those nerds. I'm sorry if you work for exquisite lawn care here in Orlando, but fuck you guys. All right. You have nothing to do with the people we're trying to make happy. All right. So uh. it's just like, yeah. So you can turn on post notifications. And then if you like. If just just like the post, that's gonna go like so far. Even if it's a post you don't necessarily like, just just like it, man. That's just gonna help us grow. Um, and it's just one of those things that's really small effort. It's it's a really cool vote of confidence from you to us, and it's just you know that's you doing your part as part of the the TBWS family, you know. Yeah, man. So the other interesting housekeeping item. Uh, do you want to talk about this one? Which one was this? We were we were featured on that list of podcasts. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so you know it's difficult. I can't find from the actual the main website how to get to their blog portion because I'm guessing that's in some kind of like blog. It's a terrible. Of, it's, it's a terrible site. site. Yeah. But anyways, um, I had to Google it. Yeah, it came to our attention that we were actually I should open up the Slack channel because that's where I posted it in there. Yeah, that's where we have a TBWS Slack. For me, Michael, and all of our contributors, just in case you guys were curious. So, um, for those of you that don't know, there's a, an event coming up next month called Dubai Watch Week. It's kind of just like another um, like global watch show. People like big big brands go, big like I guess media outlets go, and uh, we were featured in a recent article. Actually, not too recent. This was a while back, mm. but. The title is the best watch podcast to listen to this summer. 
according to Dubai Watch Week Digest. Oh, that's why they call it Digest. Uh, Anyways. So, <laughs> so uh, I guess thank you to, to whoever wrote this. Uh, it's just as written by Dubai Watch Week on the site. But um, yeah, it's it kind of cool to be featured here. I think the, des- the description was uh, pretty spot on. Um, the stock photo uh, that they chose for us have to be like the two whitest guys I've ever seen. Just to clarify, uh, and the, okay, so it's two, it's two, it's two white men, and they have much nicer microphones uh, than Michael. Let me or take a I look have. at what they have here. So just to clarify, Michael and I are not two white men. Yeah, Sorry. this is this is a Shure SM7. That's a like four hundred dollar microphone. Yep, nope, that's that's not yep. us. <laughs> that's that's more than I think our monthly operating costs. <laughs> Um, what to (laughs) impassioned sometimes tongue-in-cheek criticism of all things watches can i read the what to explain i know whoever whoever if you're a listener and you're listening this right now thank you so much this is like an incredibly apt description of um of the show so uh so yeah in brief what michael just wrote length 90 minutes and then um what this writer has done here is what to expect hold i lost it what to expect the garrulous, unapologetic, sweary America, I'm guessing they meant American, duo of Mike Pignate and Kaz Mirza are natural industry outsiders and address watchmaking with a combination of unscripted affection and no holds barred frankness that some will love and others will find harder to stomach. <laughs> <laughs> they must be part. doing something right. They're approaching 150 episodes. Thank you so much to whoever wrote this. Um, super honored to be. Um, Included on this list as number two, right? It's not really numbered, but yes, we are the it's second number to shows. me, Michael. Okay, <laughs> it's, I guess so. It's numbered to me, all right, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you, whoever wrote this. Super kind to be included, and uh, yeah, if you're listening to the show because of this, uh, because of this, this write up, welcome, you're welcome, which is German. Sorry. <laughs> Broken German. Sorry, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know German. I don't know any of the languages I purport to know when we're talking on this show. <laughs> I, I still can't get over this stock like Getty Images like podcast photo. <laughs> it's just two very nice white gentlemen talking about like car covers. I don't. I don't know what they're talking about, but it's definitely not us. It's not a photo of us. <laughs> oh, the hair is far too nice. It's a nice right? denim shirt, though. Anyways, yeah. So thanks, thanks to whoever wrote this up. Uh, it was an honor to be featured here. Uh, yeah, super among cool. the the other contenders. Um, and yeah, 150 episodes coming up. Uh, maybe we should release an anniversary watch. <laughs> Do you want? Let's talk about this. Do you want to talk about this? Yeah. So I, it's it's been fun having the Slack channel fired up because because <laughs> yeah. although I I can't be super plugged into everything that's going on. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the folks that we kind of chat with day to day, they bring up these these issues that are happening in the watch industry, and um, yeah. I saw some pretty passionate messages about uh, these fiftieth um, and fifty fifth anniversary uh, Seiko Chronograph watches that were just uh, just released, mm-hmm. um, and I guess sold out now. If yep. if, if I'm reading the the messages right, so. This past uh, this past week, Seiko announced the Seiko SRQ029 and SRQ031 limited edition chronographs, 
Um, one is for a 50th anniversary and one is for a 55th anniversary. I think the 55th anniversary presage uh, release was to commemorate the Seiko crown uh, chronograph from 1964, so. mm-hmm. which is a super cool, like, um, <clears throat> like mono pusher, like one of the most beautiful Seiko chronographs you'll, you'll ever see. And they're mm-hmm. still around. Like people, like you can hunt those down. It's not easy, but, um, I've seen some in very good condition. And uh, the, That's the one with the black bezel, right? Yeah, with the black bezel. Yeah. The original had, yeah, was a mono pusher. And I think I, I'm, I could get blasted for this, but I've never seen another mono pusher Seiko chronograph ever besides this one. Um, and then the other one, I guess, was more of a generic kind of anniversary release to commemorate the 6138 and 6139 like automatic chronograph movements. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in typical 2019 Seiko fashion, these were pretty limited, a thousand each. I guess it's not that limited, but um, 3,700 pounds for one and 3400 for the other one so that's probably 4000 usd for one and 3700 usd for the other one something I'm estimating like, yeah something like that it's a fuck ton of money man yeah it is uh, well it looks like okay so they have do they i think they both have the caliber 8r48 that part is cool because that's a movement you don't really see a lot right. i don't know why seiko doesn't use it more um it's like a, a modern, modern-ish column wheel chronograph that they, that they have. But um, isn't yeah, the this... non-branded version of that the N eight thirty eight or the the NE or NH eighty eight? You know, talking about? Yes, I think so. We should see yeah. more of that. Fuck this AR forty eight garbage that they put in these stupid <laughs> watches for a billion dollars. I want to see more of the NH eighty eight chronograph yeah. and like micro brand watches. And I haven't even I haven't even like gone through comments on like articles and stuff like that it, uh, you do people seem to like this or i, I know the it's only, kind of the only thing i see people talking about in regards to this is how angry they are they're all sold out so i guess people wanted them i don't even know if people wanted them you know what i'm saying maybe it's just like insta rage because it's just like i didn't have the chance to get the, you know what i mean i i yeah so just objectively speaking i'm not particularly drawn to either of these watches um i think the the sort of impetus of like wanting to do these like anniversary ideas um, mm-hmm. i think is interesting yeah um but i mean I, eh, I i don't know it's also just weird that there's a prospects model out there that's that expensive well pro- prospects is completely just not what it used to be like no that with the prospects lx coming out and the fact that that GMT is five hundred dollars less than a Grand Seiko GMT, <laughs> like mm. I, I don't know, Prospects is is kind of a weird collection now, and and you can, I guess you should really expect to see, um, anything ranging between like two fifty to like five thousand plus in in the Prospects range. I'm gonna I'm gonna cling to my Blumo, like Grim Death man. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm actually thinking about looking for older like Blumos, like the SBDC zero one zero three, like the like the pre Prospect yeah. X one. Yeah, yeah, yours it. is the zero three three, and the one before Correct. was zero zero three. 
Yep. I would say do it because you don't. Who fucking knows what's gonna happen, man? Because this like this is becoming unrecognizable. You know. Yeah. I. You know. I. And I can't really. I mean. Just to to me, they don't seem that nice. The bezel looks pretty cool on on the on the Seiko crown, um, anniversary version. Uh, the pushers look pretty nice. The other one, the Prospects one, kind of looks like I don't know. I can get the Orient Panda. <laughs> be okay <laughs> right dude can we talk about the guy the guy uh the guy on instagram yeah dude so it, take it away this is oh man good. so good so every day i go to this guy's profile i stalk this guy on instagram because he runs by far one of the most like incredible seiko focused um yeah. like watch instagram accounts um the user's name is i, I don't even know if i'm saying this right but it's detoy underscore eagle so di toy underscore eagle i think he's in i think he's in singapore i'm not too sure but um you know just his profile in general has these like incredible seiko rarities and i think because of where he is a lot of times he gets um like he basically buys models before before they're readily available right um but he kind of what he had two posts pop up when this release um, happened and he actually pulled up a shot of the 50th anniversary prospects model that we're talking about here and put it next to another chronograph which was a Seiko Bright's 50th anniversary chronograph from 2014 and it's basically like it's the same the watch. same freaking watch the like, only thing that's different is the date windows yeah, the date, so the, windows. the date window on the Bright's chronograph from 2014 was squared off, and this these newer ones that we're talking about have a circular date aperture. Just to put it into perspective, the amount of differentiating effort that exists between these two watch two watches is the same amount of effort that Clark Kent puts into putting on a pair of glasses and then taking it off. <laughs> a different fucking person. Instantly, oh my god, where did Clark go? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy just to put it into perspective um it's quite remarkable um we can probably link to this guy's image and give him some credit on like the site or something like that either way if you google him um ditoy underscore eagle d-i-t-o-y underscore eagle you can go and look at it it's it, it's basically the same watch i love he has the recycled logo like the universal yeah. recycle <laughs> yeah and, and and just fair warning once once you see this guy's profile you're just your jaw is gonna drop like like literally they're not just rare seiko watches they're basically all nos yeah. like like he i think he i think he actually owns an, like an nos version and he posted it um uh, basically that the mono pusher he posted it shortly after the the release of this one Jesus Christ, man! Remarkable, right? That's crazy. So huge, huge, huge shout out, huge kudos to the toy underscore eagle. Sorry for not saying your name right, man. Um, great eye. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I would not have. I, mean, I would never. The problem is because here in the U.S., the the, 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 the Seiko Brights like product line is just so unknown. We don't like. It's like it's right there with Galant. We don't know what the fuck is going on with Seiko Galant and Seiko Brights here mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yeah, you know that's a good point. That's a good point. So. Oh, fuck. I have an itch on my back I can't get. Hold on. This is a professional podcast. Give me a second here. 
I'm like Baloo from Jungle Book right now. Give me, give me, just give me one hot minute. <laughs> time, time for a break. Oh my god, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just exist. I'll just exist in the same world as my fucking itchy back. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so let everyone let us know your thoughts. You know, was this release exciting? Did you want one of these? Not get the chance? So, Michael, who the fuck bought these? Like, how, I'm just curious. How do people know? That, like, is it that people know beforehand when it's it's these things get released and they're just sitting there waiting with like 50 in their cart? Or is it that people are just quicker on the draw when the announcement occurs? I think people have lost such a huge, um, excuse me, like component of their humanity these days. And they're just like, people are just existing in front of their computers. I mean, we do it for work basically, but we also (laughs) have people that are like, I don't know. They, these are probably people that like work at a desk for their jobs, probably make a, a fair bit of money. And they're just like, huh? Like they'll buy it on impulse, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just, I mean, those people are out there. I'm just picturing the people from, uh, your, did you ever see Wally? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just picturing those guys. <laughs> and yeah, pe- people are super quick, quick to the draw. I mean, maybe some people had a, a, like insider knowledge. Um, and I, I, I would actually be fine with, with those folks getting them because it seems like, I don't know that the release means something, but I really you know think that a lot of I, folks just buy it for nothing, you know? Well, I'm every now and then I'll see something on Instagram, like after this happened, like after like the, like the, like, oh, you know, out of stock, like I'll see like some watch accounts, which I guess sell watches. They'll be like, oh, hey, you know, SRQ029, SRQ031, guaranteed in stock, DM for details. And I'm like, is that real? Or they're just trying to scam people. It's pro- probably a scam. The the that bigger sucks. the bigger question is those um those limited releases from from one watch website that that <sighs> makes collaborations with brands and they can cost like forty thousand dollars with uh-huh. an all expenses paid trip to visit a manufacturer <laughs> and like the, like it's gone in like ten minutes Blah. like sold out like how are those people making that like Maybe it's web fake. shopping. Maybe they just do it for like tax evasion purposes. I don't think so. And like they're winning their own contest. I don't know how taxes work, just to clarify. I'm not like a tax expert, a tax expert, if you will. Um, but maybe that's what's happening. I think I think we're we're seeing more and more billionaires uh and um flaunting their wads. Yeah. As uh, <laughs> as, as as Bill Burr says, we're not gonna see any change until we break into those communities and start slitting some throats um so probably at this portion of the show we should do a general apology to uh <laughs> people who may have actually purchased the srq 029 or srq 031 <laughs> appropriately and also if you happen to live in a gated community and have an intact throat uh we apologize <laughs> to both of those <laughs> both of those particular listeners yes <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> it's not your joke it's build joke it's a right? it's a good time good time for the main topic. I'm huh? 45 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> I can do this. I was listening to the show in the car with my wife, and this happened. It was like 50 minutes. And she's like, "How have you not talked about apocalypse watches for 45 minutes?" And I'm like, "I don't know. This is what we do on the show, man. It's, it's, just, it's just such as life, man. You know." What I, I, mean? I was I was more worried about it before, but then I saw like a podcast comment. I saw one podcast comment that was like, "Oh God, it takes them forever to get to the main topic." Like there's so much like banter, 
And then, like, immediately under that comment was, like, I love the banter and I love all the sidetrack conversations. <laughs> so, I just, there I don't you know. Go. One voice can make a difference, guys. I think right? we're just going to keep doing what we do. And, uh, I don't know. If we lose you, we lose you. Sorry. One voice matters, man. If Frodo could make a difference, Michael, one person leaving a positive comment on the toilet for the Two Broke Watchnows podcast can also make a difference. Yeah. But I'm excited about this because this is actually much like the affordable vintage watches uh, series that we basically started with. Mm -hmm. um, this is almost kind of like maybe a more all encompassing approach and, and um, more in line with the TBWS ethos. I think I love this topic because it also is, it's never ending. You yeah. know what I mean? This is an, so, so more watches, more watch for your money. Part one. That's the main topic of the show. I also love this topic because this is an excellent, Excuse me, as I burp, professional show. This is an excellent avenue to just discover watches objectively you may not have really ever had on your radar. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or watches you kind of just always written off because it wasn't like the latest Seiko SBDC, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> hold on, I'm choking. God is smoting me. <coughs> I'm back. I'm back, baby. Okay, so... Um, let's let's do this. This is a lot of fun. More watch, uh, more watch for your money. Part one. I chose three watches. Let me get them right now. You chose three watches. How do you want to do this? Do you want to start, or shall I start? I think. Um, let's see. I started the wrist check, so I, I think you you should start. Okay. So I'm gonna start with my pick here. I'm gonna start with this pick because it's I'm potentially. So I know, right? It's potentially controversial. I'm probably going to get some people who are upset that I'm going to bring this watch up because um, this is a pretty, this this guy tends to be pretty polemic and dividing within the, this, this is a micro brand, within the micro brand mm -hmm. uh, watch community. I've heard particular things about their watches from other brand owners, also from like watch consumers and things like that. So, um, but honestly, regardless of what we're objectively speaking, taking all the bullshit and all the pseudo dong hanging out of it, realistically, Michael, the Dan Henry 1970 Automatic Diver is a watch where you get more watch for your money, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Let me let me let me pull it up. I I, I think I have an image in my mind. That's the that's the twin crown one, right? Twin crown. Oh man, the I know he's got a 44, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a 44 and there's a 40. Dude, that 40 like flies off the shelves. It's sold out right now. <laughs> like all all the freaking time. It's a good watch. Um, it's an excellent watch. So here are the reasons why I like it. It is, it's 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 a particularly nuanced watch nerd design. Mm -hmm. Internal bezel, dual crown, but at the same time, it's positioned itself enough to where it's incredibly accessible. You can wear this watch anywhere. Yeah, two hundred seventy bucks. Sapphire AR coated crystal, NH. Let me double check if it's the which NH it is. NH thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Swiss loom, all right, 200 meter water resistance. So you can make the argument of like, oh, I could get, you know, like like a Seiko or like a fucking, I don't know, a big brand with this or whatever. But in, I just, in all honesty, none of those are as appealing to me as something like this, 270 bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's really quite remarkable. I love the design. Uh, I've seen this on people's wrists in photos and in person. It's quite, it's quite motherfucking handsome. I've never seen it 
like looking like like Ugh, you know what I mean like or like you know it's just something really really attractive about this watch so when we were putting ideas together this is the so the Dan Hendry 1970s one that, that kind of stuck out to me like really really well um there are other Dan Henry offerings which might uh, sort of fit into this mold, but I chose this one specifically because it has the NH, uh, the NH automatic NH movement in there. Two hundred mm-hmm. meters, uh, dual crown. Um, I love the fact that it's also a sapphire crystal because that just seems to be if for people who are out there who are like like spec like spec freaks, you know what I mean. That always seems to be something that's pretty important. Um, Dude, there there are people that get serious about sapphire crystals. Like they get yeah. so upset that something doesn't have a sapphire crystal. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like the water resistance nerds. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that so this is my choice. Um, this is my first choice. Yes, yeah, sapphire coated, double domed. Uh, oh, it's okay. So I need to correct myself. It's sapphire coated mineral glass. Mm. So that's similar to the fusion crystal, the flame fusion crystal that's on the Invicta, where it's mineral sapphire coated. You know what I'm saying? How do you coat something in sapphire? Isn't uh, sapphire like... You melt you, it and you spit it on. I have no idea. We should ask Dan. <laughs> Dan? He does it himself. <laughs> he does it himself in his kitchen sink. Like, well, who's that watchmaker I couldn't remember on the Isle of Man? Oh, Roger, Roger, Roger Smith. Roger Smith, yeah. Roger Smith. <laughs> Oh boy! You know what I'm saying so. I love this watch. I think the majority of Dan Henry offerings do uh, encapsulate the idea of more watch for your money. But this one in particular is probably one of his like flagship models. Everyone knows this watch. Everyone's seen this watch. The 40 millimeters are always flying off the shelf. So yeah, if you were ever interested, uh, you had a little bit of money, you wanted to buy something you could wear every day that had uh, that, that that didn't necessarily break the bank. In all honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, that had really, really cool just sort of watch nerd swagger, but it wasn't something that was so outrageous where it's just like, I can only wear this when I wear my fucking blue shirt. Um, I really like this Dan Henry, 1970. I think it's a lot of fun. You, you used to have one. Um, you used to have a Dan Henry, what was it, 19... It was the pilot one, the, the one yes. that's a, a recreation of the uh, Breitling co-pilot. Let me um, see. Which I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for a Breitling to reissue so I can just... 63 the 1963 that's what you had that's the one mm-hmm. so really really good stuff um i think we have one or two dan henry reviews i know we have a review of the dan henry in 1960, 1964 uh on the site um let me see by the way if you haven't done so already i we also recommend the website timeline.watch that's Dan Henry's actual website where he oh, yeah. documents his his vintage watch collection, uh, which serves as the inspiration for a lot of these uh, watch models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, so here, I need to be conscious of the time. That's my first pick. More watch for your money. I really do like this watch, Dan Henry 1970. It's also an excellent way, of all, in all honesty, of just getting into microbrands. Because, oh, dude, microbrand prices keep going up. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> they keep going up. But I will argue that you don't necessarily see an analogous increase in what you're getting or what yeah. you're getting. Exactly. Like, I don't want to name names or anything like that, but like, it's just something that's just kind of becoming like a trend. However, with these Dan Henry pieces, you can get into micro brands, man, and you cannot break the bank and you do get a lot of value for your money. So that's my first pick. Dan Henry, 1970. What's your first choice? I'm curious. 
Uh, so my first choice is a little pricier, but it can still fall under a grand, depending. Uh, you'll like you can probably buy used, but <clears throat> new it's a thousand eighty. So, um, it's not cheap, but people talk about you know Flieger watches a lot and Pilot watches, and um, they compare things from like Archimedes to like Stova and IWC. Uh, my first pick is the Zin five five six I. Oh uh, shit! On, nice. on the leather strap, um, which you can get from Watch Buys, yeah, for a thousand eighty. Um, again, a lot of watch for your money. Yeah, again, it's not cheap, um, but if you ever wanted to like close the door on like your hunt for a for a Flieger style watch that doesn't necessarily have, I don't know, like like that Axis Powers look to it. <laughs> um, uh, Which can... is another upcoming episode of Two World Watch Nows that we're working on, by the way. Just wanted to put that out there for you guys. This is this is kind of just like one of the most bang for your buck like pilot watches you can get. It has it has everything that you'd probably be looking for. You know that, those altimeter style hands, yep. just high contrast um, layout legibility. You know, stamped, made in Germany. Uh, this it's is, a very handsome watch. Yeah, yeah, it's a, and it comes. I mean, you can pay a little bit more, and it comes on a bracelet. Um, what made me kind of pick this? Um, I've been looking at the, not like to seriously buy, but I've always been curious about the IWC Mark collection. Um, you can tell us you you're know. gonna buy the watch. Well, <laughs> well, after having like the the Smiths W10, uh, if if you compare a watch like that to like the original IWC, like Mark 11, mm-hmm. kind of like a small piloty sort of look. And, and the Mark collection has, has evolved. Uh, so you see a lot of, you see a lot of discussions online where it's like IWC Mark, whatever versus Zen versus Stova versus Archimedes. And, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of really difficult to justify bumping up your spending to like 5k plus mm. for the iwc when something like this zin is pretty much so spot on like you're gonna you're gonna see an increase maybe in like finishing quality in in those iwc watches maybe some some stuff that they did to the movement i, I don't really know but um this thing is so like spot on for, for yeah. your pilot watch your pilot watch needs and i think it's right at like it's right at the barrier that you you should probably be spending. <laughs> like you said, what a, a little a little around one thousand. Yeah, yeah, around around one thousand. Um, there's just something about it. I I think I can't see anyone needing anything more out of a out of a pilot watch, like a time mm. only Fleeker style watch. Like this damn pop up mode, look at this thing. Yeah, this thing yeah. is cool, man. Transparent, like a see through case back as well. Yeah. If if you're into that stuff. Um, you know, case of stainless steel, crystal sapphire. I think what you get here is like some some sort of solida um, movement, you see. know, which is basically what you get in the in the IWC Mark watches. Not the mm. new ones. The new ones are in house, but yeah, in man. stock ships immediately. What do you think? Add to cart, dude. Watch buys doesn't fuck around, man. They they <gasps> they ship fast. <laughs> <laughs> and they take PayPal credit, which makes things very difficult for me sometimes. <laughs> I have a question. So under the watchbuys.com site, under warranty service, it says RGM or Zen? 
Yeah, yeah. So I th- RGM is they I believe, service. I believe they're contracted to service Zen watches in the United States Holy to make shit, it that's, easier. That's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I had no idea. That's it's heavy, ki- man. It's kind of like uh, Bernhardt watches here in the U.S. That, that's smaller brand is authorized to like sell for le, le jour, you know? Right. Um, wow. And, and they probably take like uh, RMA requests and things like that. That's pretty dang cool. This 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 is a good pick. This is a very very good pick. I'm I'm happy a Zin made it on the list because I, I don't have any Zins on mine. Yeah. It's I I wish I just I just wish that it was like like under that grand mark i know that's something that we always shoot for but yeah. that would just make it even even more well, attractive. you could look for it um secondhand yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure they go they go secondhand all the time and also yeah. 38.5 millimeters that's that's nice oh yeah i dig it mm, is it my turn it's your turn Okay, so this is a this is a this is not necessarily a particular watch, um, more like a segment uh, of of watches. Mm. Um, in the future, I might highlight specific models, but I do want to just flag this because it took me a long time to sort of discover this myself. I used to have like a pretty not a, not like a weird fascination, but I used to be like really into the idea of getting like a GPS watch, mm. not like a smartwatch, but like. Like a GPS, like like a watch with GPS functionality. So Seiko Astron. Um, there's also like the Casio, like Oceanus stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, uh, you know that kind of stuff and everything like that. And but they're expensive. They're pretty expensive, especially especially the Seiko Astron stuff getting super expensive now. You know? Yeah. Um, and so for a while, I'm like, okay, you know, what could I do? You know, within like budget to get something like that because the actual idea of a gps watch with like syncing up with satellites and like you know doing all that stuff like that that's it's pretty remarkable fucking technology you know uh to exist on your watch and then i discovered who i'm gonna flag as my second pick here the the eco drive satellite waves man the citizen eco drive satellite wave uh series of watches probably the most affordable um proper gps you know watch you can get you can get eco drive satellite waves for under 600 and they come in a ton of like crazy whole bunch of design stuff yeah yeah and the thing is they're easily accessible also you can walk into a fucking macy's today with 500 dollars and walk out with an eco drive <laughs> you know what i'm saying and for yeah. me that is pretty cool some of them have sapphire crystals some of them have additional functionalities but for me, the more watch for your value, like like hook, is the EcoDrive uh, satellite wave uh, technology under a thousand all day. You can find a wide variety of models from like dressier looking things to more sort of like Astron sporty looking things. If that's sort of more what you're what you're into, um, the one quirk they do share um, in congruence with the Astron pieces is they are on the bigger side because I think obviously the technology for like the GPS watch. Um, you know, it demands a lot of space. They they got this. They have this like green, green and black model that looks like something HYT would make. It has this this like green ring around the bezel. Crazy massive green hands. I don't know what the model is, but is it the Seiko Wave GPS Freedom? Seiko the satellite Wave GPS Freedom? No, let me see what the the full model is. 
know, <laughs> they're long like, the numbers are long yeah uh, i'll i'll send it to you later but okay cool but yeah I, I i like these watches i've always really been into like the satellite wave um eco drive line from citizen uh, obviously being eco drive it's powered by the it's powered by the sun guys all right what if, what if i slack it to you are you logged into slack i am logged into slack on my phone slack it to me baby i'll send you this i'm telling you it looks like something hyt made like it has like green liquid inside <laughs> i know it doesn't but it looks like one of those watches it's got green <laughs> soup inside hold on i'm, I'm, I'm receiving what, that's what those watches have <laughs> i'm receiving your your slack message now it's loading Oh, satellite wave hands on this is totally something that like H A H Y T would make this is super yeah. cool and I can assure you it's much more affordable <laughs> yes I'm sure <laughs> than an H H Y T uh, piece so yeah I mean that's my that's my choice if you're like me and you've been on the hunt for like a satellite like like, like a GPS watch um, but you don't want like a smart watch or something like that check out the the the, the satellite wave um, the Eco Drive Satellite Waveline from from Citizen. There's a there's designs to fit most people's tastes. Super accessible. You can probably also find them, you know, um, secondhand. Incredible prices. So I, I I just I feel like for me, um, this is a great contender. You know, more watch for your money. What, what do you think? I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that I think there's more of a variety of satellite wave eco drive watches that are affordable than than what you'd get out of the seiko astron line agreed totally agreed like, even, like even if you don't go sat satellite wave you can just go eco drive yeah and you get into those like blue angels like chronographs oh man they're fun hell yeah dude so yeah that's my second pick what about you what do you what do you got i'm holding my second pick in my hand right now oh no this oh, is not, this has not been revealed on the show <laughs> what are you wearing? Or what do you have? I have in my hand a relic from Seiko's like last era of like true value and quality. Um, okay. So scared. <laughs> since been discontinued, um, they're they're not super hot still, but I think this watch specifically has a crazy cult following because you get so much for your for your money and i i never would have believed it if i didn't actually like test one out mm -hmm. and what i have here is the seiko sarb 035 um <laughs> white dial dress watch on a on a leather strap michael how Dude, long have you had that watch for uh, i don't remember <laughs> i i have we ever talked about that watch i did not know you had this watch no no i don't think we've ever talked about it shame on you i know shame on me things have been couples crazy, aren't man. supposed to have secrets michael <laughs> we're not supposed to have secrets between each other except obviously illicit affairs but it, uh, in, in, in 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 exclusion of those we shouldn't have secrets that's true this is a handsome fucking watch dude hell yeah um since since discontinued you're totally right the 033 and the 035 sarbs are gone this this can be the the white dial dress watch it, this this can close that door as well yeah um and, and what you see here i think so back when they were first released i think you can get them like in the 300s now that they're discontinued the pricing has gone up like i've seen people pay over 500 for this for this watch 
Um, and I, I think folks will continue to pursue them until, you know, supply eventually really does dry up. Mm. But the finishing on this thing, man, um, is just spectacular. Like I've spent wow. some time with an alpinist as well, which is kind of on the same level. These like six R 15 watches. Um, but this thing, the case has this sort of like multi-tier design where there is a layer. It looks like there's a layer, a stepped layer on top of the lugs that's completely brushed. And then it goes to like a deep polish, like right under it. Oh man. It almost looks like a three piece case. Like there's, a portion of the case that's sandwiched between a top and a bottom layer right um you get that deep seiko s on the crown 6r15 movement this thing looks great on on um like the bracelet the stock bracelet's really good it's better than what's on some fucking like prospects <laughs> models now <laughs> right um and this watch kind of uh, kind of looks like the a little bit has the same sort of look as the Patek uh, two five two six, which is a pretty, pretty fun um, like time only, Calatrava looking thing, that I'll never own. So, <laughs> you have this thing on leather. Yes. Interesting. What yes. kind of leather? Well, like what's it? Is it like like brown or black or blue? It's like a grayish brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's. This is it's a good, good pick. Name. It's a, it's a shame these are gone. Yeah, it's a shame these are gone, and I, I really think that a watch like this or a watch like the Alpinist or, or like your Sumo, for example, I really think watches like this are going to be representative of a Seiko era that we're no longer living in. Mm, and that's, that's, sad. that's why that's why I kind of picked it. We, we, we're seeing this happen before our eyes, and it's not like... I mean, Seiko still makes stuff that you can afford. It's still a great brand, but... They they always sort of had these watches like like the Saab or the Sumo that would just completely blow your mind because of what you got for the price, and like the new Sumos for example are getting close to a thousand bucks. Um, you That's know, insane. You're totally right. So this thing you can still score for like, um, a little over four fifty probably. Um, like yeah, well, you can. Some people, some people have admitted paying over five, you know, wow. for this. Um, Has Seiko yeah. tried to introduce something to like quote unquote replace this or update this, like the, with the cocktail time and the sumo and all that bullshit? I think they're really pushing the cocktail time in the states after moving after making Presage like officially available in the states. Mm-hmm. They've made like eighty-seven million cocktail time variations, man. <laughs> like it's it's out of control. You're here, folks. But this thing, this thing is special, man. Both the white dial and the black dial. Some people, some people like them so much they collect. They collect both. Like they'll mm. they'll keep the black one on on the bracelet and they'll put the white one on a on a leather strap or vice versa. You know, it's just and the six R fifteen, man. I love that movement. I know people are like. I know people don't like it or like people who are who are into like like watch tech and like watch like servicing and like 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 people okay i'm trying to preface this properly motherfuckers who are smarter than i am within watch movement geekery are like they talk down to the 6r15 and it's like i i've never had issues with it man i think people also hype up the movement way too much like at the end of the day it's still a i don't know it's a generic seiko movement it works but it's not like i don't know 
caliber 3000 <laughs> from like well World no Wars. but for, for me i like it because of the power reserve yeah the power power reserve is great yeah. it's like 50 hours dude something like that you know what i'm saying so that's a cool one that's definitely a cool pick i like that damn let me close let me see make sure i get my last one ready what's what's next for you this is my last pick. Why wow, is this my last pick? Yeah, we got to do this episode. We, we got to do another one of these segments. So um, in general, I'm always, I'm always kind of weird or confused when the watch community doesn't show Tissot or Tissot the love it really deserves. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they're easily accessible. Maybe because it's a quote-unquote entry, entry-level watch brand. But um, Tissot is quite, quite fucking amazing for what they offer and what they do in particular i found myself recently because i'm always looking for fun new like divers that you wouldn't necessarily expect to see here xyz and i've been really really into like looking at photos of the um have you have you seen this before that uh it's the so so my third pick it's the tiso sea star have you seen these tiso i believe so these pretty sea star is like a big i think collection it's a big collection. There's multiple versions of them, but some of them have like some pretty incredible specs for yeah. the price, which is like I really, really want to flag. So you can honestly find these under a thousand all day, maybe even like around five hundred all day at a high level for this one I'm looking at in particular. This is the I think it's like one of the entry like modern ones. So it's Tiso C Star one thousand Powermatic eighty. Um let me see here. I love the specs on this thing. So again, you can find this thing under a thousand all day. Um, you might be able to secondhand find this thing five hundred, six hundred bucks, maybe less. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on. I've seen it less on Watch Recon. Um, wow. Let me see here. Three hundred meters water resistance. Um, it's a little large at forty-three meters. It's sapphire crystal. It has. Um, it has a Tissot like like Swiss automatic like movement but it's just it's, it's basically an etta you know what i mean um mm-hmm. it's a modified etta i believe because i believe it's very similar to the modified etta they put in mido in the mido uh ocean star i think that's what it called ocean star right which is which is my last pick <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry is it really it's, it's okay this is a this is perfect <laughs> Oh no! I ruined Christmas. Uh, but this is good. These are actually good. These, these, for, for me, these watches are brothers or cousins. Yeah, the Tissot Sea Star and the um, the Mido uh, uh, Ocean Star. What I also really, really, really like about this is that um, it has a ceramic bezel. Some of these have yeah. some of the ones in the price that are talking about have ceramic bezels, but they're not like the ceramic bezel that Rolex does, which everyone tries to copy. It's the, the 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 numbers aren't indented. It still almost has like an aluminum insert bezel appeal, but it has that uh, ceramic bezel shine when the light hits it. And for me, that's pretty fucking cool. Some of these bigger chronograph versions <clears throat> that come on the rubber strap, mm-hmm. they almost have like a, a like badass Ulysses Nardin sort of look to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fantastic line. If you're like a spec whore, you know, it's got a modified ETA, 80-hour power reserve, Staffire, there you go, Staffire crystal, <laughs> ceramic bezel. Um, even though it might be on the larger side, quote-unquote, at 43 millimeters, it's only 12 millimeters thick, 
which mm-hmm. is a comparable thickness to the Mido Ocean Star, which I think we have a review of on the site. Yeah, we do. I think Mike Razak did a review, uh, and I wore that watch for a while, and it wore it wore pretty well. I was I was I was I was pretty surprised, you know. So um, this is I, I don't want to take time away because I want to hear your thoughts on the on the Mido. I think it's so interesting we both chose like these like brother watches, but. I think this watch is great. I would love to have one in for a review, possibly. Um, if that's something I can coordinate, I'm going to give it a shot. But, um, but on first impression, what are your what are your thoughts? Like just like on, on one of these entry level C stars, the like the C star one thousand Powermatic eighty, like the brother version to your Ocean Star Titanium, which is what I'm assuming you chose. What what are your thoughts? I think they're great, man. Um, I think it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, this this is a cool just sort of. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that the one that I have pulled up now has the Powermatic 80 with some kind of like silicon mojo. Um, mm. It says 795 Swiss francs. Mm. Um, probably get it on Amazon for less. But it's it looks solid, man. Um, I don't know much about the Powermatic 80 movement. Um, it's pretty pretty generic but actually whoa i'm looking at a case back shot and this one this one is actually pretty pretty decorated they're, they're decorated pretty well i'm telling you, I, th- yeah. I, th- I if you if you have a little bit more money to spend um and you were interested in a watch that was just like in my opinion like a spec heavyweight which had a lot of really good ticks going in its favor mm-hmm. these tiso sea stars they they seem quite fantastic I, I would encourage you to check them out i also encourage you to just give tiso a good a good critical look but I, I don't know why people don't don't give it the love that it, that, that it deserves but i would like to try and get one of these in and uh, just spend some time with it i don't know how but it hey, just we're, we're, we're on like tiso's like press list now officially or whatever so oh yeah <laughs> haven't heard from you guys I haven't heard from you guys in a long fucking time but that's not surprising <laughs> no one likes two broke watch knobs no except apparently knows. dubai watch week which right. is interesting um, but yeah, so that's my third pick. I think this is a lot of fun. Um, I'm sorry I ruined your your pick. Let me. Let no, me I, I think I think we kind of we we had the same thought process in in choosing these yeah. two because my my initial thought was oh like the Oris 65 something like that. But that collection has also kind of evolved into something that it you know didn't used to be the oris um, the, the listen the oris diver cc5 line has now become like the quote-unquote affordable man's black bay in my opinion okay yeah. there's a billion different versions of them and they don't cost five thousand dollars yet yeah i mean i mean it's a it's a cool watch but i, I was just kind of thinking you know how, how much further can i take this mm. um and then i remembered the review that mike did and the fact that this you know this Mito ocean star it's all titanium it's um, so cool has some crazy cool features uh, like 42.5 millimeters it's still like i can get behind that size and also you know folks that just prefer a larger size can get behind it it's 42 42 and a half is that that sort of sweet sweet spot but it's pretty thin so it, 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 it yep. evens out thin and i'm i'm assuming pretty light it's um, incredibly light yeah so um, I think what you get in here is it is it also the Powermatic or is it like another? It is generic? it is the it is the Mito version of the eighty hour power reserve. So that's why I'm saying these are brother watches. I believe yeah. it has the same modified ETA. Yeah, there's there's something about this man, I, and I'm 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 actually kind of surprised that there isn't more of a cult following for these for these uh, Mito divers. 
I think because Mito and Tiso aren't sexy. Not like watch geek sexy. Not like Seiko oh, divers. I went somewhere recently and there was like Mito everywhere. Um, dude, Italy. Like Mito oh, stores. Mito stores like up the ass. That's in so Italy. cool. Um, Did you go into any of them? I didn't go into any of them, uh, but I saw like a ton of ads and stuff. Um, there you go. I, the Italians I, are holding it down. <laughs> I think I. It's just. It's also one of those brands that hasn't necessarily like made it big in the states. Um, I think their last like big event was in Mexico, so maybe like just different parts of the world uh, accept watches in different ways. So, I also don't think they particularly care about like the quote unquote watch community. Yeah, I don't think so either. Or rather, like, they don't know how to tap into it. It's just another like bucket for for Swatch, man. Like that's, do you that's have, all it is. Do you have any idea? How much, how 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 thunderstruck the watch community would be if Mito ironically owned Robbie the Mito robot and just plastered that motherfucker all over social media? Do you have any idea, Michael? I thought they, I thought they'd do that already. Not to the extent which which I'm imagining. Okay. <laughs> the last thing I saw with Robbie was like they're doing some college football bullshit. It's like no, no, no. Oh uh, yeah, I think I saw that too. You gotta own it. Man, all right. So this this watch, by the way, on Amazon now is six hundred thirty bucks. Damn, that's incredible. Less, less than the new Sumos. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably, you're getting arguably you're getting way more. Yeah, the titanium thing is huge <laughs> on that watch, man. Yeah. You know. So um, our both of our third picks, they're brothers or cousins. I think these are excellent options um, if you're looking for more watch for your money in terms of divers that are outside of the norm, uh, of like the normal divers that always kind of get mentioned when someone's like, "Oh, I'm looking for a five to six hundred dollar, you know, five to seven hundred dollar diver," you know? Yeah, I think these are very very cool. So let me recap all of our choices. Is that cool? Sounds good. So our first choice, my first choice was the Dan Henry 1970. You may send your hate mail courtesy of Kaz and Mike over at, I have no idea where our address is. Um, your first pick was the Zen 556i, right? Yep, that's it. Very, very, very cool watch. Really a lot of fun. I think it's also, it's also interesting, that watch, because it's a good opportunity for someone to explore maybe a non-Swiss slash more directly German watch brand, but... I feel crazy in it. I'd like, quote unquote, not breaking the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that was something a bit more accessible design wise. Because I think the next German watch, like mechanical watch, uh, that's like that in terms of price is probably the Nomos Club, but it's probably not a design for everyone. Yeah, I would agree. You know? Um, our second choice is really a lot of fun. I, tro- I chose as a whole the EcoDrive Satellite Wave line. Michael, your choice was the. Always fucking welcomed. Always loved Sarb 035. Seiko Sarb 035. The white dial um, uh, living in, uh, living next to the 033, which is the, the black dial. Both discontinued. May they rest in Reese's Pieces. Our third choices, uh, brothers, brothers, and modified ETA 80-hour power reserve. Love. Uh, the Tissot C-Star, or Tissot C-Star, however you say it, and the Mido um, Ocean Star. Really a lot of fun. I think overall the segment has the potential to just evolve so much because I know there's a shit ton more watches <laughs> yeah, that we can that we can bring up. Um, but as a whole uh, episode one, what fucking episode is this, man? 
144. There you go. Really a lot of fun. Again, uh, super appreciate everyone that is giving us the love that we are getting on Instagram. However, if you feel as if you could be possibly be doing more, turn on your post notifications for us to Broke Watch Knobs on Instagram. That will be huge. That will help spread the good word on TBWS. Um, and then more people will listen to the show. And then, you know, we can just we can just entertain more people. This is a lot of fun. This is the best part of my week. This is doing this. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, in addition to that, huge thank you. Uh, super honored to be featured in the Dubai Watch Week write-up on Summer Watch Podcast. 100% was not expecting. <laughs> it was not. But then people, because the thing is, people started like, hey, you know, you guys are like on the Dubai Watch. Like, I, I thought they were fucking with us. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on Dubai Watch Week. Damn, like, oh shit, we're on Dubai Watch Week. I should tell everyone. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, huge thank you to whoever wrote that piece. Um, uh, super honored and glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, in, addition, in addition to that, Seiko Chronographs, that's all I have to say about the subject. Limited editions. Yeah. No one ever can buy them. I'm tired. Just tired I'm of tired. all this limited edition <laughs> stuff, man. You know? Strange, strange times. Uh, also, footnote Seiko, don't recycle your own designs. Or at least if you're going to do it, at least try. If you're going to, if you're going to copy your own homework, at least try to not make it look like an essay you wrote two years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> Chances are someone's going to know, man. Um, main topic, uh, more watch for your money. Had a lot of really good choices. Let us know your thoughts on our choices for more watch for your money. Uh, this could encapsulate everything, you know, micro brands, larger brands, super weird boutique brands where they make one watch a year and the watchmaker kills himself anything anything and anything which you think um encapsulates the idea of more watch for your money you can respond on the show notes for the show on instagram on our uh, at two broke watch knobs um or you can comment on the website two broke watch you'll see the uh, the show there um, you can also respond by email i will preface that by saying we are wonderfully backlogged on emails still uh but if that's the best way for you to get a hold of us by all means, go for it. Just know it will be a very long time um, until we can get back to you. We are working through. We need an intern. We do. We need to stop being the interns. Yeah, I'm tired of being a, 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 my own intern. That sucks. <laughs> you know? Um, you can email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. That email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com um maybe we should invest in like overseas call center support no those never go well (laughs) we could actually we could actually get complaints we could hear all of our complaints (laughs) those never go well oh you know what I love is every now and then when I have to call like the bank or like my credit card people or whatever and like I I get someone on the phone uh, the way in which I can determine if they're here in the states or if they're in the uh, if they're somewhere like Philippines, Indonesia, or somewhere in India is I make them say my first name, my full first name. <laughs> if they say my full first name and they say it like my parents, ah, I got you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a good strategy. That's the only way I can do it. Most none of you people listening know my full first name. You're not going to. Uh, you probably will find out eventually. Um, but that's my strategy for determining. Uh, I mean, the, the thing is, this this a lot of the times it doesn't even matter. It's just like a fun game that I do. Yeah. You know. So, 
This has been a lot of fun. Let us know, all of you fine, fine TBWS watch folk at home, let us know your thoughts on, um, you know, watches that encapsulate the idea. More watch for your money. Uh, looking forward to doing these segments more. Um, it's at that sad time. It's that sad time. That sad time. But we'll be back again next week. Yeah. Back again next week. Keep an eye also on the Instagram and the Facebook. Um, I'll be doing some like videos and stuff. I just want to be more active on there and just kind of hanging out and talking with you guys. We should do a live stream again soon. Yeah, we should. should maybe, maybe we can try and crack the nut on the YouTube live stream. Get folks over there. Yeah. Because we, we have a YouTube channel, guys. <laughs> Apparently. We do. We do. Just broke a thousand subscribers, too. Just broke a thousand subscribers. How about that? I don't know what they're watching, but... They're it's watching there. the Maurice Lacroix review. And uh, <laughs> they're watching the Maurice Lacroix review, the Mako review, the Slava medical uh, demonstration I put up there. Also, yeah, I just I do want to do a, a, give a shout out to that. Um, people were curious because I posted the Slava medical um, earlier last week uh, on the feed. And um, people were just curious on how it worked. I have a video on how it works. It's in our YouTube channel. Uh, also, if you just Google Slava medical, uh, it will show up in Google. Um, I demonstrate how the pulse meter works on there. It's actually really cool. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun. But I think it's that sad time, man. Do you want to uh, you want to close close us out, and then I'll uh, I'll end it. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. My name is Kaz. You are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later. <laughs>